Hello, everybody across America and the people of the world. Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. Tell me, what are we all offended by today? The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for describing. Thanks for describing. Thanks for subscribing (laughs) to the podcast at joelmahalik.com. With me tonight, say hello to Sharon. Hi. Hi. How are you? Great. We're embarking now. We're uh, moving into what I call pre-Christmas week. Pre-Christmas week. Yes. The week before the Christmas festivities, as it were, for us, because, uh, you know, our daughter comes home, and then, you know, we uh, we start getting the kids together, and we start having some holiday fun. Right. Right. You know, I find um, funny, actually, is this year, uh, unfortunately, you find yourself having to try and force a little uh, Christmas cheer and not on you but just around everybody right and um you have everything all planned out but for you, you, for this weekend coming up oh, and yeah yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not and I'm not trying to force that no I didn't mean force as in do it but you know a, meant, a lot of times when the family does start coming together yeah it's we come together and we're like sitting around and no and that's why I decided this year like I stopped you from making the cookies early right I said let's do it that was weird right <laughs> let's do it on the weekend that you know we start getting together let's do it then right. and then the cookies are fresh <gasps> and we have some fresh ideas mm. and they're gonna be num 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 Yummy. Yes. Uh, this episode of the show, um, as I leaked a little bit on uh, social media, is uh, is going to be centered a lot around the uh, what, what I call the fake hate of Christmas. It's really weird. We have a lot of stories of, that will drive you crazy if you love Christmas uh, about uh, small, small segments of people. Who have some sort of problem with Christmas? That, so, in other words, I also would say that even though there is a wombat of the week coming up later on, that's not holiday related, and I did, and I'm doing that on purpose. I would say that this show is full of wombats, so you can actually take your pick of wombats to choose from that you want for your own personal wombat of the week, or you may want them all to be your own personal wombat of the week. But before we get to that. Before we get to that, there's something extremely important, and 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 I, I you know, I, I went to bring it up and I didn't, but there's a really important thing about uh, Netflix, and I wanted to bring this up because I know that the Netflix account that our family uses is under your email, and mm-hmm. so it's extremely important that you take note of this. Apparently, there's a Netflix scam. Now, I'm always mentioning, hey, no music, stop it. Hush. <laughs> 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. I know, right? These damn ads interrupt you. No music. So it. Right, so here's the gist of it. It's funny because it didn't do it when I was. Uh, <laughs> of course. Handling this on the phone. Of on, course. You know, with the with the iPad. But what I want you to know, folks, is if you have Netflix or if you don't have Netflix, because that doesn't matter when it comes to scams. There is this scam going out in your email that uh, tells you that there's a problem with your with your account. Your account is on hold until you verify your payment details. Hmm. And so, as with other scams, as I've said before in the past, watch for poor grammar. Plus, this one doesn't even address you. This one is titled "Hi, dear, comma." That's it. So th- these are nat- <laughs> the natural flags that I always talk about. Yes, but someone whose name is Dear, it does address that, them. That that could be that could be true. If your name is Dear, a I'm sorry, and uh, and b you're right. Then then be extra careful that you don't respond to this. You don't want to click any links in it because because it's directed directly at you. <laughs> right. <laughs> And if you click the link, it's going to take you to a, a a page that makes you feel like it's Netflix, but it's not. Netflix advises, uh, as per usual, and usual circumstance that I bring up, no, they're not going to just send you an email saying you have to verify your details. That's not how it works. And if you have any question of validity of an account or of a website, manually enter www.netflix.com into your browser. Um, so also they want you, if you do receive this email, to please forward the email to phishing, that's P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing at netflix.com. So, um, I just want people to be aware. Another big scam, this, this scam hit social media when it was delivered to the email of a police officer in Ohio who doesn't even have Netflix. So, there you have it. That's our public service announcement for tonight's broadcast. Oh, I thought you were going to go over the email and what it says and everything. Well, the important thing is that it's 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 written crappy and and uh, poor grammar, and it's not addressed to anybody in particular. Like if if Netflix was sending you an email, which and and that's the that, that's the thing right there. They don't right. Yeah. They don't send you emails. No. If they did, they would address you by your name. Right. It would be addressing your name. Even though it's still a form email, but the form email is generated from some sort of database. Right. So, and plus, look at this way. Hi, dear. That's two salutations. Because you can say, hi, Sharon, in an email. Or you or can say, dear, dear Sharon. Sharon. Yeah. Right. So, wow. Right, put it there. Right there. Just bump. <laughs> that was like a ring bump. We got it a, was. We got a little clink in there. Right. Um, so, okay. So, um, that's your public service announcement. Um, again, uh, watch out for something like that. It. I, I know I said the website. I, later on, I will talk about the uh, a Joel Mahala Christmas, which is coming up. Uh, let's see. Today is the 16th, so we're looking at for like a week. First, Aaron will be well. a week. Yeah, a week from tonight. Yeah. Yeah, so th- that's, that's like double... Greatness, because a Joel Mahala Christmas airs first on the 23rd. And, uh, you know, of course, it's Sunday night, so a show, a regular Joel Mahala show drops as well. That's wow. like Christmas on the radio, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Christmas so, for our fans. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Christmas is under attack. <clears throat> what? I'm, I'm fortunate Christmas is under attack. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's under attack. <laughs> I'm fortunate in that uh, I need a drink. <laughs> I'm fortunate that there are so many idiots out there that keep fueling. I never in my wildest imagination thought that I would have Christmas themed stories to carry me through the Christmas season on the podcast. There's no way I thought we'd have this kind of gold. But here's the first one. A radio station stops playing Baby It's Cold Outside after listeners voice concerns about lyrics in the hashtag Me Too era. I mean... Come on. Come on, that's right. That is ridiculous. It's been around since the 1940s, and I think possibly longer. But no, maybe not. Maybe the 40s. Uh, 19... Um, yeah, in the 40s. But a Cleveland radio station decided to stop playing the song... Uh, that some have called date rapey. Date rapey. Um, um, we are getting so out of hand. We are. We're getting out of touch with reality. <laughs> but no, it's so out of hand. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's Come more. On. But oh, a song written in the forties. This is the first. Let's stop playing it. This is the first attack, and you're look how heated you are. Save some. <laughs> Save some. Oh. So check this out. Star 102 in Cleveland. Their listeners raised concerns about the lyrics of the song. Um, uh, some people saying the words send the wrong message in the era of the Me Too movement. Uh, radio host Glenn Anderson wrote a blog post about the station's decision to stop playing the song. He said, quote, We used to play the song, Baby It's Cold Outside, but you're the Christmas executive officer at Star 102, and you told us it's no longer appropriate. Uh, and then he said, quote, I got to be honest, I didn't understand why the lyrics were so bad until I read them. I read them too, Glenn. They're not bad. They were written in a time when, well, first of all, it's not even a date rapey song. If you read the, uh, if you read the lyrics and, yeah. and you thought they were inappropriate and date rapey, then you're a moron. Or you have that kind of mentality. Right. A date rape mentality. Right. Think about it. I mean, that's the... You can hear one one thing, and your mentality directs how you perceive what you just heard or read. Right. Right. So that person must have a date-rate mentality. And keep in mind, what you read and how you interpret what you read does not affect me so like the whole right. the whole thing about it is uh it you know like i don't care how other people's i mean i do and i don't again you know uh i don't see the me too movement running after rap songs and some of the popular songs today that actually talk about rape and drugs and beating women and and all that stuff so um, now, now you need to watch your step, there, sir. <laughs> I, what, I'm just saying, the Me Too people go after that. There's nothing wrong with this song. That all of a sudden you need uh, uh, popularity in the news today. You know, um, it, I, I don't want like. I feel like if I if I stay on this topic, I might fall into an area I don't want to get into right now. But but seriously, where are they? With the others, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Our grandson watches these videos. When and he's two. 
right. two he, years old. He's two, but tell me, Sharon, honestly, wouldn't you expect the Me Too people to just come ripping out of our carpet on some of those videos? Oh, I know. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Where are where are you? <laughs> See, I'm getting upset. I'm starting to punch equipment in the studio. Right. Uh, so anyway. It's, it's getting very ridiculous. Uh, briefly, a couple of uh, tweets that came out about um, Baby It's Cold Outside. I know Baby It's Cold Outside is from another era, but hearing it in 2013, the lyrics feel really date rapey. Um, <laughs> so the, these are old tweets, but, you know, again, now in 2018, it's a problem. I mean, think of it this way. Look how many copies of the uh, of the book um, Fifty Shades of Grey sold, not let alone the movie. How many women went busting into the movie theaters to see the movie? Exactly. 125 million copies in tw in 2011, I think it came out the first one. And 7 years later, Baby It's Cold Outside is offending people. I I, I call no, I call bull. Uh, another one from 2013. 2013, the year we all independently realized how creepy and rapey the lyrics to Baby It's Cold Outside are. Alright, so, I don't want to give too much more love to that. Christmas is under attack. But it got me thinking, it got me thinking uh, of, if we're going to be offended by that Christmas song. I mean, if we're going to start being offended by Christmas songs, okay, I saw some of this on Facebook and, and I just wanted to cover it. Uh, what about some of the other songs that nobody's talking about? I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Well, doesn't that subject minors to softcore porn? Right. Did Mommy have... Exactly. Did Mommy give Santa exclusive permission for that kiss? That's the question. Wow. Was it consensual? I don't know. I'm just saying. And doing that in front of a child. Right. <laughs> exactly. Where do they find out Frosty the Snowman doesn't wear pants and he's smoking a pipe in front of kids? What? I'm just saying, if you're gonna what? if you're gonna attack that song, why not the Christmas song? Open fire. Well, where's the pollution, folks? Uh, folks dressed up like es Eskimos. Cultural inappropriation. Wow. It's just pointing stuff at Holly Jolly Christmas. Kiss her once for me. Unwanted advances. Wow. Uh, I think you're starting a whole. I'm just expressing there. Other, if you wanna, if you wanna no. destroy Christmas, go after. Look at the song "White Christmas." Are you kidding me? Racism. <gasps> Racism. No, you didn't. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. Knows when you're awake. Stalker. Wow. Stalker. Right? Stalker. Stalker. Where's the Me Too movement? Where are they? Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Everyone telling you to be of good cheer. You're forced to be happy. So they're giving you pills to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how ridiculous it sounds. Uh, <laughs> uh, Santa baby, blackmail, gold digger. Oh, and uh, I'll stop with this one. Uh, it, you know, it, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, bullying, which is funny because um, I don't know if I mentioned that. I think I did. Maybe on a previous show, but, uh, you know, the backlash from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Another program that's been around since uh, the 60s, I think. Yeah, 42 years. 42 years is now under attack because the reindeer are bullying Rudolph wow. in the show. 
But isn't that the point of the and show? And we force our children to watch this. Right. But isn't that the every point? Every Christmas. Isn't that the point of the show? Rudolph gets bullied, and then he overcomes adversity and saves the day anyway. Right. That The entire thing is a message. And yet, it is offending people. Um, Twitter. Donner just told Rudolph that self-respect was more important than his son breathing. Somebody call the cops to that cave immediately. <laughs> this is on Twitter. These are these are people wombats of Twitter. Wombats of Twitter. That's what this is. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I don't have strength to watch this again. Those poor elves. I never noticed in forty two years of living until husband pointed it out. Herbie is the only elf without pointed ears. Wow. You have to get a life. You have to get a life. This stuff cannot bother you that much. Um, uh, we, as a society, are getting ridiculous about everything. We are. We are. Come on now. That is correct. Wow. So, um, yeah. Um, coming up here on our break, uh, just a reminder. Oh, when, when I come back, I want to talk. I'm going to talk to you about um, candy canes. Yes, candy canes. Oh my God! What now? Are under attack. Christmas is under attack, folks. We must act now. <laughs> Didn't that sound good? It did actually. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> Stop by the website joelmahalik.com. That's where you can go and listen to the uh, podcast when it comes out. That's also where you can go and click subscribe, and you can get the podcast downloaded to your favorite service and player. Uh, and if you don't see the one that you want on there, all you got to do is just drop me a line. My email, by the way, is joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. And you can send mail there. And guess what? I read it. I will read your mail. So um, Wow. So if you read their mail, maybe yeah. they can suggest topics to you that you, they want your opinion on. Absolutely. I'll be glad to give you my opinion, whether you want wow. it or not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, can, candy, right? candy canes under attack and Christmas movies. And that comes with that. That. Blah, blah, blah. that right. When we come back after this. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Hi, this is Joel Mahalik from The Joel Mahalik Show. Come and join us for some Christmas cheer and music when we present A Joel Mahalik Christmas. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. 
Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This special presentation will air only on partner networks and will not be available on demand. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. For information on dates, times, and networks, visit joelmahalik.com. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik here with... Sharon. Sharon. The lovely Sharon. The lovely. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, hey, you got a point on a conversation, you can uh, let us know by emailing the show. And you can do that and get involved with the show at joelmahalik.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can email me. My email is Radio at gmail.com and also you can find us at Facebook at JM Talk or Twitter at WQYB Radio Uh, later on on the show uh, we have a new Wombat of the Week and we have a new hero that we will be honoring honoring for this week Um, so stay tuned for that but as promised before we went on the break I said that candy canes are the next thing under attack. And, you know, there there is another one or two things that I wasn't going to mention. Like the fact that a recent survey said that 27% of people surveyed uh, said that it's time for Santa Claus to be no. gender neutral. No. And have tattoos and ride a Harley. What? <laughs> now, but think about this. 27%. 27 of 100. Nowhere near a majority. No. Who are these screwballs? And here comes the world's most famous schnauzer. Hi, Molly. Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. (laughs) So 27%. Yeah, I I didn't even bother. I wasn't going to make a big deal out of that. But Christmas continues to be under attack. Whatever they can, they are finding ways to attack it. But anyway, but as promised... You want, you want to say something about Santa Claus being gender no, neutral? No, no. But <laughs> be rest assured, I am going to figure out something that will come under attack. For Christmas? Or you For do- Christmas. Oh, okay. Right. That I'm going to start. You're going <laughs> to... There you go. Uh, okay, principal bans candy canes. Says the J shape stands for Jesus. Oh my God! Yes, indeed. Christmas candy canes under attack, Molly. You have to calm down now. We need a few minutes of our time or your time being patient. You were just sleeping, by the way. <laughs> she is uncanny with her timing. An elementary school principal in Nebraska was placed on leave after telling teachers to avoid decorating their classrooms with Christmas-themed ornaments, so as to not offend those. Who don't celebrate the holiday. The principal at Manchester Elementary School, identified as Jennifer Sinclair, sent out a memo earlier this week with guidelines as to what is considered appropriate for classroom decorations and assignments. Teachers reportedly were told that generic winter-themed items such as sledding and scarves and decorations, uh, oh, frozen characters, uh, Olaf, were acceptable. 
However, decorations that included Santa, Christmas trees, reindeers, green and red items, and even candy canes were not acceptable for the elementary school. The candy canes were prohibited because Sinclair deemed them to have religious significance. Historically, the shape is a J for Jesus, the red is for the blood of Christ, and the white is a symbol of his resurrection. This would also include different colored candy canes. Now, I don't recall the last time I was sucking down a candy cane thinking, huh, it's the blood of Christ. <laughs> I mean, seriously, folks. I mean, you know, I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to make fun of your religion. It's not for me to question your religion. But I will definitely question this wombat for exactly. saying that we shouldn't have candy canes in the school because they represent something that not everybody likes. Welcome to America where you can be yourself, like what you want, and in theory, should not offend the next person. And if you take offense to something, you need to look in the mirror at yourself <laughs> right? and try to figure out why that offends you. Exactly. Um, let's see, what else? Sinclair reportedly wrote in the memo, I feel uncomfortable that I have to get this specific, but for everyone's comfort, I will. Wow. Yes. So the Elkhorn School District told Fox News in a statement that the memo does not reflect the policy of Elkhorn Public Schools regarding holiday symbols in the school. Uh, the district policy states that Christmas trees, Santa Claus, and Easter eggs and bunnies are considered to be secular seasonal symbols and may be displayed as teaching aids provided they do not disrupt the in instructional program for students. So Sinclair was placed on, on I was going to say religious leave. <laughs> <laughs> she was placed on administrative leave and should be placed on leave of her senses. So, but uh, you know, so, but honestly, when you when you look at all these different things we talked about on on the podcast that it, uh, are under attack, truly you have to look at yourself if you're so offended by a holiday. And where was this offense before? Right. You know, uh, <clears throat> I guarantee you this, the candy cane never offended this person before until this person saw how much attention other people were getting by saying that something offended them. So now, oh, you know what? Candy canes. Right. Those dastardly things. Mm. Candy canes. There you go. Absolutely amazing. I have thought of something that offends me. Oh, you have already. Well, you, I you have. were working on this. You were I working was, expeditiously. Yes, I was. What offends you? Colored lights. Co I see. I like colored lights, lady. I'm telling you, they offend me. <laughs> Not because I'm just saying the red, the green, and I like um, that I should probably shut up. No, you can listen. You can, uh, um, well, just don't go to this school district. Just, just don't bring your red and green to this school district. Oh, my goodness. I know. Well, I'm not offended by colored lights. In fact, I miss their use. If you know, well, and, and I miss the big... I just don't like colored lights. I think they look messy. But they've always been the symbol. Uh, they've always been the color on Christmas trees. What color were the lights on your Christmas tree when you were a little girl? When you were a wee lass? 
When I had no choice as to what color was put on the tree. <laughs> yes. They were colored lights. Uh, so if if anyone is wondering what color lights are on our Christmas tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> they are of the white variety. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think they, they look neat. They look crisp. However... Being, that being said, though, all blue or all red or all, you know, they would not look clean and crisp to you as the white do. Correct. Okay. All right. I guess I'll go with that for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I, I do miss not, not just the colored ones. I mean, and the people still use them. I could drive around and I would find them, so that's not a big deal. But those big ones, man, those big ones that, like, when um from like when we were kids yeah and you saw them hanging outside people's um houses and they were stolen all the time right <laughs> that's the other thing they were all constantly you stolen. take one out all the lights go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> unlike well, unlike these days where if you take one light out they still stay lit yeah how did they do that well we how have, did they figure that out we have re we we have uh moved forward but the problem is someone will some, that will offend someone next year because, <laughs> because taking a light so, out? somebody who is stealing a light bulb from a string <laughs> outside <laughs> will not knock them all out and then we'll get pissed off because they got to take them all out right and, and it's going to offend them and they go up to their you know their person's house that they're not very happy with and right the lights don't go out so next christmas lights in general i predict will offend somebody i'm just saying just saying <laughs> so um that's it candy canes they're under attack uh you know it, it it's sad it, again like i said earlier it's sad that there's so much christmas hate out there that it actually fueled my season for the podcast yeah it's just getting so ridiculous and I, I can't say this enough it's getting ridiculous candy canes come on yeah yeah i don't like candy canes but that's because i don't like the peppermint flavor right not because i don't like the shape i like the peppermint flavor i like candy canes but you know what the shape of it has just become annoying to work with, like I mean, because you get those, you get those mints that like the the melts, the ones I always buy. That's yes. like that's like a candy cane in a ball. I can chuck it in my mouth and move on with my day. Right. I don't have to sit there and hold on to the hook and right. yeah, you know what I mean. And the thing is, I found <laughs> green and white ones. That's right with the spearmint. Yeah. Do you remember the mm. fat candy canes that weren't even a cane? I still called them. They called them candy stick. I think candy, or peppermint yeah, stick. Yeah, cane sticks. Leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. It's it's a song, part of a song. Is it? Yes, it is. Leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick. Blah 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 blah. Don't give up your day <laughs> job, baby. <laughs> All right, so, uh, okay. Now, we don't know about anybody else, but we actually have a, a, and I know this sounds strange in this day and age as we're moving to the digital age, but we actually have a DVD collection just for Christmas. Yeah. And we dig it out every year, so and we put it into the entertainment stand, so yeah. it's there. Not as much as 
we'd like, but I, I mean, I have a couple on digital too that now that we've made some changes this year, we may actually be able to watch them without having to pull a right. laptop out right. and do it. But, um, so, and then I had those two different types. We have, of course, the entertaining family ones, and then, of course, I have a separate collection of the Christmas horrors, I call them. Right. You know, but, um, but of that collection, of that collection, what would what would you pull out as a go-to movie? Um, Elf. Which is missing from the collection this year. <laughs> it's missing, damn it. Somebody took our Elf, and that offends me. I know, right? I love that movie. It's so <clears throat> funny and right. There are some movies that are because with my music, I I prefer only the classic music. But with movies, I have found some what I call modern day classics. I don't right. mind them being in the collection. Elf is one of them. Right. Uh, Medea's Family Christmas is another one. Scrooged. Scrooged. Well, I mean that's still that's what eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah, but still. I That's a classic also, now. I know, but I also like the old cartoon movies. Do shows. Well, no, I guess they're considered shows, not movies. Well, no, I think they have. Well, because like they, um, the. No, you mean the Rankin Bass stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're considered yeah, shows, right? They're, yeah, they're shows. But, um, you know, we've started doing, and I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but we've started each year trying to find a new movie to throw into our um, movie collection. Right, and I have a feeling next year we'll be looking for two because we're hoping that Christmas Chronicles from Netflix makes a DVD release. Yeah, and oh, we'll definitely God, that be looking. Was such a good movie. Yeah, and we'll be. Looking, I really enjoyed that movie. Well, we're gonna watch it again when we have all the kids together too. Yeah. If not another time before that this week, because this is the week we're marching into Christmas week. Right. And you will watch A Wonderful Life this week. No, I will not, folks. She has not ever seen It's a Wonderful Life. I want to remain the only no, person on being, this earth that has never seen it. You're it's a being life. robbed of a great classic, though. Why would you allow your eyes to be robbed of such a great classic? Um, I just don't want to see it. Well, the second one we're going to add next year, I think, is going to be The Man Who Invented Christmas. <gasps> Yeah, that was such yeah. a great movie. We watched that twice already. Thank you to yeah. Prime Video having yeah, it for Prime free. Vi- yeah, Prime uh, for Prime members. But right. um, that is, I found interesting, It's they say it's, from what I read, it's fairly biographically true. And if, right. and if that's accurate, that's pretty neat. Because it tells the story of how Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, and it's right. really neat the way he did it. So if that's biographically true, right? that's exactly. crazy. Yeah. So, and then I downloaded that story. We had a conversation this week, Christmas Carol. That's my favorite mm-hmm. story. Yep. If, if, you, if, you, if you're a holdout, if you've come over to this podcast from the old show, you know that that is my all-time favorite story. And I can't find my paperback, so I had to get it on Audible, which is... Which is cool because the reader, who I've never heard of, he's doing a hell of a job. Right. So, and 
I think if you know if the person that's reading the story sucks, they'll ruin the story. Right. But in this case, he did a really good job. I want to know from you guys, and you can stop by Facebook at JM Talk and tell us what your favorite Christmas movies are. And do you have a collection? I want to know if you have a collection. And if you have a collection, what's in it? I was just going to say that. What's in your collection? Yeah. What And what would you recommend we add to ours? Of course, I didn't give you the rundown Ooh, of what we have. I like that. But, yeah. You know, maybe next week we'll do that. But I want to know what's yeah. in, you know, what, what should I have in there? What other modern day classics uh, should exactly. be in there? Exactly. So. But, um. Yeah, so you're really not going to let me show you that movie. I really don't want to see it. That's unbelievable. I don't. I have to watch it this year. I have to watch everything well, this year. Well, watch it in the bedroom. What? Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see how our relationship is. Yeah, so uh, coming up um, after the break uh, is the final stretch. I don't know, one of these days I'll come up with a, a name that just makes the last segment sound really cool but uh i do have a non uh christmas wombat of the week we're going to honor another hero uh all coming up if they're ready plus stay tuned because i have details coming up for you about a joel mahala christmas which releases in a week but not here on the website you you, you got to listen to the announcement we'll tell you all about that in the announcement and uh and tell you where to go to go where to go to go to get online to, to go, hear to it go. when <laughs> it airs so stay tuned for that um coming up uh meanwhile joelmaholic.com that's the website click subscribe and sign up on your favorite player um and uh, we're also over there at twitter at wqyb radio uh molly really looks like she needs some attention <laughs> So, it really does. <laughs> all right, everybody, hang tight. Right around the corner is the final stretch coming up after this. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and thanks for being here again. Uh, the website, again, is joelmahalik.com. Stop over there, especially if you want to get information on the Christmas show that we mentioned, the special Joel Mahalik Christmas, which is coming up on 
certain partner radio stations streaming it and the streaming begins on the 23rd of december so check joelmahalik.com for times days and also the links to listen to the show and hopefully you enjoy it so uh that is that you can also find me on facebook at jm talk and you can stop over there and have um some conversation with us over there, share your thoughts on the show. Contact us, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So uh, so we had a lot of wombats on the show tonight, right? All these all these Christmas-themed wombats. So, you know, I, I, I thought I would move and get out of the show on a different note um, with, with wombats. Like, we had all this Christmas-themed stuff going on. So I wanted to pull out of here tonight, kind of switching gears, going back to non-Christmas. And actually, we're actually holding on to Wombat winners from the last couple of weeks. So we actually have a bit of a uh, a backlog of chosen Wombat winners. Because there's no, you can always have a backlog of Wombats because they're all over the news. But, uh, but we actually have a backlog of ones waiting to get on the air. Uh, but I'm only going to do one tonight, I think... It would depend heavily on how time goes. But anyway, so um, so we'll start with the Wombat of the Week. Plus, we have one hell of a hero for you this week. Uh, I can't wait to get to in our Honor Thy Heroes segment coming up right after that. But uh, the first one, check this out. New York women are suing after breaking their bones on the closed slide in Myrtle Beach. Yes, the closed slide in Myrtle Beach. Uh, so from WBTW, wow, that was weird. <laughs> Two women from New York filed a lawsuit after breaking several bones on a slide at Broadway at the Beach in Myrtle Beach. Uh, Allie McCauley and Jillian McGovern filed the lawsuit against the rides manufacturer, Broadway at the Beach, uh, Burroughs and Chapin, and other parties, according to the lawsuit. Uh, the women were in Myrtle Beach area. Uh, on the weekend of April 29th, 2017, for a friend's wedding. According to the lawsuit, following the wedding, the two women went to Broadway at the beach. In the early morning hours of April 30th, both women walked back to their hotel, passing Pavilion Park Central, which was closed. Uh, even though it was closed, the plaintiffs were easily able to move the unsecured gate at the entrance to the pipeline slide and climb the stairs at the top of the slide. Uh, according to the lawsuit, without any employees present to instruct them, the plaintiffs were not aware that they needed to have the slide sprayed with water, nor did they know that they needed a burlap sack to safely go down the slide. Without these safety precautions, the plaintiffs slid down the slide at very high velocity, colliding with the metal barrier at the bottom of the slide. As a result of the collision, both plaintiffs sustained significant injuries. Both women reportedly went to Grandstand Medical Center on April 30th, where they received medical attention to stabilize their injuries. They returned home and followed up with their providers, respectively in New York, for full treatment of their injuries. Uh, McCauley sustained a broken right ankle, a broken left ankle, and multiple fractures to her left tibia, which which has required surgeries and therapy to repair while McGovern sustained a broken tibia, shattered knee plate, and two broken ankles. 
Both have extended recovery periods due to, their, due to their significant injuries and surgeries required to repair the injuries. They also have they also had to take significant time off of work. Neither plaintiff has fully recovered from their injuries. They were both independent, successful young adults who have had to take extended time off from work for treatment of their injuries. The defendants failed to secure pipeline slide, knowing that patrons of Broadway at the Beach would be passing through and have open access to Pavilion Park at all hours of the day. The lawsuit further claims, in the manufacture and design of the slide, BN failed to install proper safety equipment to secure the pipeline slide when not in use. The women are asking for actual, consequential, and special damages, for an award of punitive damages for costs and attorney fees, and for such other further relief, as the court seems uh, to uh, just and proper. So, okay, so we, <laughs> we know in society today that if you want to sue somebody, it'll work. I mean, we're, we're in a society that is so sue-happy to the point that has become ridiculous. We're sue-happy. And, and something's got to give. It's got to stop. So what we have here is one of those such cases. Okay, yes. So apparently during when it was manufactured, certain uh, certain things didn't come into play when they manufactured it. Like like some idiot will come by when it's closed and take it upon themselves to use it, not knowing anything about how it works. This is the equivalent of going swimming at the beach after hours when there's no lifeguard. Do you really know how the water works? I mean, lifeguards are not just hunky men and women sitting in a high chair tanning their bodies. They have education, and they know how things work. They know how tides work, and they know how water rescue works. They're trained, okay? Just like you as a, as a nobody walking by a slide decide, well, I can push the barrier over. It's not locked. So I'm going to go on the slide, which I know nothing about. I don't know how it operates. I don't know what kind of special needs it's going to, it's going to require for my safety. I'm just going to be a dumbass and go ride the ride. So, yes, there is some fault in the safety of it. I get it. But I think we've gotten away from using our common sense in this country, in this world, in this society. We don't exercise common sense. We've left common sense at the door. And this is the perfect story to demonstrate the use of common sense. Of course, the, the, uh, most of the story that I read you is direct, directly quoted out of the lawsuit. It doesn't say if they were intoxicated. I mean, I wonder if, that's, if that played a part. And that, I'm not saying that that's, an, that's excusable. But whether you're intoxicated or you're not intoxicated, you should have enough sense and wit about you to not trespass on a closed ride on what I assume was a closed pier. Whether you can push the barrier or not, you're putting yourself in harm's way. And then, of course, you're asking for uh, someone else to pay for your idiocy. That's the, way, that's the way I see it. I'm just calling it the way I see it. I would never push a barrier out of my way anywhere. 
I mean, if a road is closed, I'm not going to find a way to push it. If a gate is across, if, if the road is blocked by orange cones, I mean, to take that road, I'm not going to just get out of my car and push these signs out of my way or these barriers or this gate out of my way or, you know, oh, it's not locked. I guess I can open it and go down this road. Oops, I didn't know the bridge was out. I got to sue. Somebody needs to pay for the fact that I didn't know that the bridge was out. This is classic wombat idiocy. And that's why these women are my wombat of the week. So if you want to donate stories to the wombat, and you guys are, and I really appreciate it. As I said, I have a backlog. Very easy to do. Send the story of stupid people doing stupid things. Send the link to us at wombat at joelmahalik.com. Or you can also send the link to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Or, hey, message us on Facebook. Stop by Facebook at JM Talk and send it that way as well. And we'll be sure to add it to the stories being considered. That's how you can get in on the Wombat of the Week. So, let me put this over here. We're done with that. Oh, man. So much. I got paperwork all over the place. Uh, it just hit the floor. And I, you know, uh, I, I I didn't bring a drink in for the last segment. So my voice, if it starts cracking, you guys will all understand. And I appreciate it that you do. So, okay. Every week on the show, I, I honor a hero, a first responder, police officer, firefighter, dispatcher, you know, boy scouts. I don't know. I mean, if I can, if I get a story of somebody being a hero... I want to honor that hero. And that's the purpose of Honor Thy Heroes, the segment now. And uh, same way, joelmaholicradio.com, I'm sorry, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or on the Facebook, you can also send me stories of heroes. If you're a firefighter, if you're a police officer, hey man, you guys hear about this stuff more than we do in the news because it's not, it's not a priority. This is my opinion. My opinion, let me state that, disclaimer, my opinion is it's not in the mainstream media's best interest to uh, mention these heroes. So tell me about it. Tell me about it, and I'll make sure to tell the world, whoever's listening. And they'll know about it. Plus, I also get this out on social media. This segment does very well on our Twitter feed at WQIB Radio which I am proud of. So this week's hero, Jamestown police officer, saves drowning man in Narragansett Bay. A Jamestown police patrolman being praised this week for risking his life to save a man drowning in the Narragansett Bay. The 911 call came in around 12.50 a.m. last Thursday, and Officer Nathaniel Schaefer was the first at the scene. And Schaefer says there appeared to be somebody in the water down by the East Ferry docks. The woman reported that her friend jumped into the water, but apparently could not or would not get out. Um, it just became clear that we were going to have to take some action, according to Schaefer. The man, who was identified as 34-year-old from Brighton, became unresponsive. Schaefer and his supervisor, Sar- Sergeant Jason Hopkins, jumped into action. Schaefer says, I just immediately took off my boots, my outer garment, and my vest, and I jumped right in while my sergeant was returning with the flotation device. When the fire department arrived, Schaefer and other first responders realized he would not be able to lift the man up six feet to the deck, and the man's condition had worsened. 
Schaefer says he had begun foaming at the mouth because he had taken in so much water into his lungs. The rookie officer, who joined the department last December, had no choice but to swim this man to the dock. Schaefer says at that point the cold had settled in and I needed to get out of the water myself. Jamestown rescue personnel pulled the man and Schaefer onto the dock. Both were transported to Newport Hospital for treatment. Schaefer was treated for mild hypothermia and was later released from the hospital in good condition. He says, I thank God for the opportunity, first of all, that I was able to be there at that time and place when we needed to jump in the water. This wasn't even my scheduled shift, he says. I had worked an earlier shift that evening. One of the officers had called out sick, so I picked up the overtime shift. A couple of hours into the, into the call, in a couple of hours in, we got the call. Schaefer said the man made a full recovery. He visited him at the station Tuesday and thanked Schaefer for saving his life. I like the end of that story because we don't usually see that. We don't usually see a response like that. Like, okay, we read about these heroes and people who have talked someone off a bridge or a dispatcher that had, had saved somebody's life over the phone or, you know, all these different things and many of these types of stories that, that I bring to the show. And then what we don't hear is we don't hear an ending like that where, hey, the person whose life you saved uh, came back to say thank you, shake a hand, show some gratitude. Um, and, you know, that's, that's really, that's full circle, right? That's full circle uh, in this situation. And how cool is this uh, rookie? He's been there approximately a year now, give or take, depending on when he started last December. Um, but... What a great story, and it's a great time of year to have such a story. And how lucky for this man that uh, Schaefer was was responding was, and, and was willing. Was, cause, because let's face it, how many of you out there, how many of you would, would just take that plunge in freezing water in December? You know, and this is in Rhode Island. So... It's even colder up there, depending on where else you're sitting in your chair listening to the show. It's colder than where I'm at. Much colder. But how many of you would take that chance? How many of you would re- would, would respond in a snap to do something? Like Officer Schaefer did. And that's why he is our hero this week on Honor Thy Heroes. So uh, we thank you, officer, for your service to your community. Uh, These are the stories that we need more of because, as I said, in my own opinion, we just don't hear enough about them in mainstream media. And I'm sure they're going on out there. I'm sure there's heroes out there every day. So why is it so hard for me to find one here and there is beyond me beyond so um okay so i wanted to take the last uh, little bit of time here and kind of recap for you uh about a joel mahala christmas which is coming up very very soon um in fact i mean christmas is like next week right so you have christmas next week and uh a joel mahala christmas is uh is is our giving back for christmas Uh, a little old-fashioned a lot old-fashioned really a lot of the old classic music uh but the show a joel mahala christmas will not be available on demand 
you through the website. You're not going to be able to go to joelmahalik.com and listen. You're not going to be able to go there and download it. Okay, and that's because of streaming rights. So you must listen to it on one of the partner stations that are streaming it when they're airing. Okay, so I want to give you a quick rundown on when and where. And then, of course, you can visit joelmahalik.com for more info and get the links. I'm not going to spell out the links for you, but I can tell you that uh, the show is going to, let's see, I didn't, I'm going to put this in order here. Uh, it's going to premiere uh, two places on the 23rd, okay? Uh, SRN1 Networks in Canada will air it on the 23rd at 6 o'clock Eastern. Okay, later on that day, Old Time Radio USA will air it at 9 p.m. It will additionally air on SRN1 Networks on the 24th and 25th, both times at 6 o'clock. It will also air on the 24th at 6 o'clock on 920WON, the Apple. I can't wait. Next month, we start up there uh, on a regular schedule with them. And on Christmas Day, the 25th, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern, on Full Gamut Radio. So they're the partner networks. And if anyone else jumps in between now and then, we'll post it on joelmahalik.com. So you can go there, click the link for the show, on the front page, and it'll take you there, and you can get the links to where you need to be to listen to the program when it airs. And I hope you do. And I hope you share this information with all of your friends and family. It's going to be a great show. We're really excited about it. And we just can't wait. Pretty much that simple. So anyway, that brings us to another close this week on the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to download all the episodes available at joelmahalik.com. You'll be able to go there, click subscribe, and find your favorite place to download to your favorite device. And you'll be able to listen to all the shows. Meanwhile, we'll see you next week, which is just like the day before Santa leaves on his sleigh. That's next Sunday. Another episode drops of the Joel Mahalik Show. Meanwhile, be good to each other. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you next week. Good night, all. (laughs) 